0: What's going on, culture fam? It's your boy Ringo here. I don't know why people say it's your boy. I guess that's the thing to do. Anyway, we ran into a lot of technical difficulties recording this episode. I had some great content, unfortunately. Couldn't salvage everything. We interviewed Jake and Phil, the co-founders of the Chicago Fire's new supporters group, the Black Fire. I want you guys to check it out. Don't forget to subscribe, write reviews to FTCUTD. So here's the episode.
1: I got to say, this is the first time I've ever described with another movie. This might
0: be a first It's, it's, it's a little awkward. <laughs> I don't know. Why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> We're a little awkward. We're five intelligent black males. Let's figure out how you get this video. up. <laughs> 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 all college-educated. We're bringing this shit up. Hey! 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 It, it's a party now. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of For the Culture Podcast, Soccer Podcast for us, by us. You got your boy here, Ringo. You got Greg go you got Tony. ATL ho. Hey, we in there. <laughs> we in there. Yo, we got hey, we doing something different today. We got our boys from the Shy Town up in this building. Yourself, man. Fellas?
2: No, not that. <laughs> None of that. <laughs>
3: Uh, introduce
2: yourself. It uh, looks like Phil's mic's off. Uh, my name's Jake, uh, other co founder of Blackfires. Phil, fix your mic, dude. What's going on? <laughs> no, I can't hear you, dude. you
3: Can hear me now? Yeah, there we go. Can you hear me now? <laughs> There you go, right there. I'm like, What's going on? What's huh? up,
0: man? So, if you guys can hear, uh, we got audio. We're trying to get audio together. We got Jake
4: and Phil. We got the founders of Black Fire. they on the show with us today. Yeah, one of the uh, support groups for Chicago Fire. Just finally last year. Uh, glad to have, have them on. Like We brought them up you know, uh, on, on occasion, like pretty much since we started the show, and we finally got a chance to uh, have them on the show. Of course, with February being Black History Month, we wanted to, you know, celebrate us and in, in, uh, what better what better ways to have our homies from uh, Chicago on the show like you Glad to have y'all on, man.
2: Yeah, thanks for having us on. Super, super cool.
3: I mean, man, let's talk about how we decide in our right mind to get rid of a good chunk of our roster mm-hmm. and then not replace them at all. So, who ended up leaving? Uh, so, Matt Poster, who would have been our starting right back this season, he left for uh, Celtic, uh, not Celtic, uh, Rangers. Uh, he signed a deal, yeah. a long-term deal for Rangers. Um, let's see, what. who else did we get rid of? I mean, we got rid of quite a few people. Uh, okay. We did get rid of a guy named Del Greco, who never played for us. Um, okay. He was supposed to be a center back for us. He never played a game. Oh shit! His, his career was like, uh, Jake uh, did a tweet of it. Basically, it was like when Grandpa walks in the room and then he yeah. walks right out. Yeah. That's his career. <laughs> oh shit!
4: That's crazy. That's crazy. So, like, I guess, like, like, wh- what are y'all's expectations like going into the season? Because I mean, I will say this much, you know, our our our, our main man Drake Malfoy, aka Jordan Mahalovich, like he actually did this thing um in Camp Cupcake. I know. Y'all have been going to tell me about him. and uh, and my, my homie uh, Ruben have been talking about him as well. And uh,
3: the thing about uh, Georgie is that he has potential, but it's raw potential. You know, he'll ha- he had a, that great first game, but it was against Panama, and mm-hmm. then the game against Costa Rica, he he wasn't, he didn't really impress. Uh especially that first half. It wasn't that impressive. Wasn't shocked when he got pulled. And then when you brought in uh who was it, Ariola? Or was yeah. it legit? You just saw a totally different game, a much better game from the US. So he has a lot, a lot to learn, but he has the potential. Uh I think for a lot of Chicago fans it's really about being realistic. You know, we know we're not gonna be that good, even though the the M even though MLS wants to expand the playoffs continuously, <laughs> we're still not good enough. I still
2: I'm on the other end. I think even though we're gonna have me and Phil playing center back this season, <laughs> uh, we still I like got like <laughs> <laughs> good
0: no chemistry.
2: We do got chemistry. <laughs> Maybe not the fitness aspect, but we still got chemistry. Um but I think we've signed we have like the problem with Jordy is that we have like a million wingers right now. Um we signed a Polish uh winger whose name I really gotta spend the rest of the offseason trying to pronounce. Uh, we have Jordy. Yeah, we have um we have Raheem Edwards. We still got people on the bench like Mo Adams, even though like the midfielder. I think we're really good in depth up up front in uh, in the middle. It's just it's really setting up to win these games, like six to five or something like that. We don't have a defense, but I'm I'm really feeling the what they've done on the offense.
3: <laughs> if we could win, if, if we could win, I'm it's either gonna
2: be six the, five or
4: five zero. Maybe. We losing. I'm not even gonna try that, that first name. But I know the last name is Frankowski, the, uh, the guy that that Chicago sign. Yeah, the tank. I'm gonna- yeah, tank. Frank the Tank. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Frank the that Tank.
4: First name, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, good looking Speaking of moves, like, 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 I know that y'all been, um, been making some, um, some moves that, we, that we're gonna get on to a little bit later. Well, not y'all. It was, uh, it was MLS. So we know, we're gonna get on it in, in a little bit. But, um, uh, coming, staring back over, over here real quick. We got us uh, so a We talked about it last yeah.
3: week. <laughs> and now,
0: It's not Paul. Pop- <laughs> Guys, think about how dope it's gonna be in June. Paul Bog was coming to see his brother play. In Atlanta. Uh, he might be in the United Nations Cup though. He will be in Atlanta. <laughs> he might be in Atlanta. <laughs> we can make a bet now.
1: He Paul Bog will be nation. here in the city. Well, I, oh, uh, you know what? Thinking about we gotta have our usual strip club reference. Yeah. This
4: is this is my incite Paul to come to Atlanta. You know he's gonna to come to match. But, but that means we gotta keep we gotta keep his brother here until he's ready to come here. <laughs>
3: yeah, three foot
4: wants to play MLS. Really? Yeah. That's what he said. Hey, hey we come or we're
0: going to Miami. It's a matter of when. Griezmann's coming to Atlanta. So he I, loves everything about hip hop culture. And a a reason, little no, too much. A little, a too, little much. too much. <laughs> I'm waiting on Griezmann to say nigga one time. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to. I, the clock the clock
3: is ticking. No, he has no clock. He has no clock. And he blackface. He blackface as a Harlem Gold Trotter. I'm done with that.
0: <laughs> like he's an offender. Well, like he's gonna be, Is he gonna take Parker's
3: position, or is he taking?
4: I'm pretty sure, like at least in the, in the immediate, um, the idea would be like basically like he's gonna he's gonna be Parker's relief. Okay. So, I, I think he's relief, point. and when they go three to the back, okay, yeah. when they go three in the back, I think he's
1: gonna be that. So, is this, so you don't think Bello? Oh, Bello will play.
0: Slow, slow Bello. That's will what I'm play. saying. Because when Parker comes in, is there a need for Bello? For the
1: kid, it uh, all depends on like, like um, different games. different yeah. games. Yeah, they are different games.
4: But I also this thing like I was, you know, it's funny. Oh, hold, on, hold on, are we mad that that Pogba that that Paul Pogba leaked the news? Because a really big problem with it for the leak.
0: Let's be real This has been the worst kept secret We've had We've had no secrets Why this are you that? Florentine La- Pogba was taking pictures in Atlanta United Gear Yeah in like, like, he, was at practice. Like, he was at practice like, I mean The thing is like, He's taking pictures. He's taking um, instant snaps with
4: Joseph Martinez
0: Like, He's doing all his The worst kept secret
4: we we we've had, we did a really bad job with secrets this offseason. Like we we, yeah. had, we we had to wait three months for, for pity. Yeah. Uh, do okay. Escobar's girlfriend leaked the kids last week? We are the kid. Are you upset? Hell no. my thing is like, there, there are worse people in the world, world that had your news leaked to than, than Paul Pogba. But you know what though, I do like um, Chicago's new awakeners. I actually do like those.
3: It yeah, just, just looks like nice. Toronto's,
4: though. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Oh. It looks
3: that's just me. like Toronto's, but it's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It. But, that, that goes, but that goes back to our, our,
4: our typical issue with MLS and, and having all your kids go to uh, the same company. Exactly that, where it's like you have no real originality because everyone's different from the same pool of, uh, of design work. And it's right. like, Listen, there's
0: a guy that works for Adidas Soccer that was on Reddit defending his company uh-huh. and said that every league office approves every jersey. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I said. Get fuck out of here. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody was wait, like, wait, 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 wait. The fuck up. There's no way all these teams said we're going to go with Mike and Club level.
4: Club and they say, like, hey, this, the this is our identity. This is what we want. Like Nothing should be going through the league for shit. Yeah. Speaking of kids, support Casey. Oh, you mean a scratcher?
3: Scratcher? <laughs> right. I'm tired of friends. You know, I'm not, I'm, I don't know if y'all seen it or whatever, but I'm not opposed to it. I only have one objection. What's up, Ringo? What am I going to say?
0: To? They got green of the collar because
3: the collar. <laughs> hey, how do
0: y'all feel about on soccer jerseys? They got really collars. How do, y'all feel, how do y'all feel about collars on soccer jerseys? I like them. I think it's, it depends on um, it depends.
2: Like I can't imagine a French jersey without collars, but yeah, I, did, exactly. I didn't I didn't really even think anything of it until you said something. I think they look pretty cool.
3: I mean, Think about you know, <laughs> it. Like, what the fuck you wait, do with a collar Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, Think about when Eric Cantona when he was throwing up the collar. Thank like, you.
0: Thank you. Let me ask you this. Can you ask you What year was that? <laughs> that what true. year was that?
3: <laughs> hey, was nice, but he was throwing up the collar. You knew it was cool.
0: That was still on TV. collar. Oh, stop Stop. It. Stop Y'all <laughs> see me right now
3: by his. I was at his. <laughs> that talk was cool. It was lit. <laughs> <laughs> he popped the collar like he popped it before it was popular.
0: He did. He did pop the collar before it was popular. Hashtag save the collar. Believe that shit in the
3: 90s though. <laughs> now. we don't treat this shit. Hashtag save you the collar. You he don't work off with pop the collar if he could. Oh, he would oh, oh yeah. man collar? man be oh, Oh, no, because like you said, I'm a um,
0: minority
4: here. I feel attacked. The, the last guy on the uh, <laughs> team, and yeah, like
3: he yeah,
4: had, he had it pop. Yeah, had it pop.
0: Like
1: like Gavro, yeah, we pop it from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. As a, as a French, as a black Frenchman Get
0: with a color, you gotta pop it, man. Come
1: on. Oh. Look, I lost this belt. Yeah, you did lost his belt.
0: You're outnumbered. Yes, you are outnumbered. You black, team black generic Brazilian, Brazil jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, Rigo? I'm good, man. You know, it's I just Grego just said that pop collars is gonna stop racism.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it, <laughs> Pop the collar. Pop the collar for justice, man. Pop the collar for justice. Pop the for justice. Pop the Let's do it. Pop the Hey, I'm running that hashtag. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> like, like, so,
4: like, some guys, like, what, what um, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, Don uh, Jay. I mean, I'm doing Uh oh. You all look like You look like.
3: Hey. <laughs> hey,
0: don't we all look alike? <laughs> yo, yo, Phil, <people> our government-assisted <laughs>
1: internet. <laughs> 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 <Hey>. <laughs> can y'all donate to Chicago Chicago <laughs> hey, okay. Okay. Hey, my, right. my internet's fine please. I don't know about <laughs> 20 cents a day you can sponsor internet
0: for a young black man in Chicago
3: please you know. donate oh.
0: that's it that's all I was able to salvage Tell you, this uh, low budget podcast thing is kind of tough. I want to thank Jake and Phil for coming on that episode. Um, really appreciate your time. We definitely have talked to them want to get them back on another episode when we actually have shit working right. Um, we'll catch you guys next week. Check out our social Instagram, Twitter at FTCUTD. Um, thank you again for listening.
4: Good evening, people. This is the Florida Culture Soccer Show. This is Grego. I'm here with Ringo. And introducing to the, to the loudly publicist coach, Tony, what's happening, my man? What's good? What's good? Glad to be here. Glad to be here. What's good, what's good Ringo? Man, I'm good, man. How you been? It's been a, it's been a, nice, it's been a nice week, man. I'll, I'll tell you that much, man. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of good meetings, a lot of good games, and, yes, it's been uh a, a nice soccer week. I got some, we got some good news uh, coming up uh, last weekend. It's like, thanks for looking up, man. Uh, you know, of course, looking forward to uh, the games this weekend. And, and uh, just looking forward to the playoffs. Like, we got we got two more weeks to go. And, you know, things are picking up. Uh, of course, we had uh, a couple games uh, last night. Uh, DC's still churning and staying it's way too high. Jaws. It's- like, they are jaws. Like, they're scary. Man, <laughs> listen. You know they got they got Crippin that back, and it's just you know nice, uh Bill amid and trying to. I, I want to stay away from them as as much as possible. Like I don't want to see him until like Thanksgiving. Basically, like, <laughs> I, I like.
0: Hey, I, honestly, I agree. Like DC, I, that's the thing about MLS playoffs is when you hit, it's about hitting your stride the right part of the season. Yeah, and, and yeah, DC, DC has hit their
4: stride in the right part of the season. Absolutely, you know, like, of course, they had the new stadium, they got Rooney, which helped out a whole lot, and then just uh, when Hamid came back home, it was, I like, guess, like everything came together all at the right time, and they'd just been full steam ahead, you know, and like you said, you know, the playoffs are a whole different beast, you know, it does not, you know, everything that you really did during the season, it doesn't matter that much, because, you know, it just matter, like, are you heading into the playoffs, are you hot? And, of course, you know, us here in Atlanta, you know, like, of course, we're, we're trying to, you know, chase that supporter shield, but, of course, we got an eye on what's happening in the rest of the playoff race. And it's like, yo, like, you know, we we got to watch out for who who makes it out of that first round. Well, I mean, I
1: think definitely with the D.C. aspect, the fact that, you know, they were so back-end heavy with the home games, with the alley field being yeah. late, so that played even more to their favor. You have all those home games, and then you know the fact that Rooney is finally, you know, bouncing a youth for himself. and It's ridiculous right now. What, what's going on <laughs> with yeah, that mean like, right now? It is like me and Grego talked about it. Like when
0: when these older stars come in the MLS and they just ball out like yeah. this, it pisses me off. personally. <laughs> like because I'm just like God. Is the caliber that different over the pond from that? Like yeah, Rooney yeah. was a defender in yeah. the Premier League. That's the only way he was able to stay on yeah. the team at Everton. Like, yeah. at Everton. He was a 6. Yeah. He, was, he, was a six. <laughs> he was not a 10 anymore. He was a 6. And, and like, he comes over here and he's just contributing yeah. to the team. Well, and I mean,
4: like, that free kick last night, I was I mean, just like, About 40 man, out. Yeah, good guys. was like, you know, and, of course, you got to think about it. You, you, you're still talking about the, the, of course, they played Toronto last night. You're, you're still talking about that's technically still the defending champs. Most of those guys are still there and. Like they got shut out, and it's like, like, these guys, you just do not want to play, you know, come playoff time. And i was hoping that, you know, uh, between uh, – I'm, ho- I'm hoping the, the guys like Montreal, like, pulls this thing out. So, i yeah. like, I don't want to do
0: it. Yeah. I don't so, want to do it. But like I said, with two games left, like I said, D.C. sitting at 47 points, Montreal sitting at 43 Mm-hmm. so D.C. stays where they are they're going to play their wild card so they pretty much end up being wild card against the crew Okay. so everyone oh. knows how the crew handles business Segway, <laughs> Segway. <laughs> that's so it. Like, save, you? The, What's crew? What's save it? You? the
4: crew save the crew the crew has to saved and like, uh, word came out last week uh, seemed like just as you were leaving for work on Friday afternoon that the crew is going to be saved they like how many times can you say in in, in your lifetime that the Browns have saved? <laughs> like yeah, this I saw the headline. I was like, it can't be real. I don't know. Yeah, it's I, real. Yeah, it's ridiculous. How oh, crazy!
1: It's and you it's know,
4: it's like when you see when you hear Browns and save, you're like, oh, what the world just happened, man? <laughs> but yeah, like you know, uh, their owners, uh, uh, they they are on in process of buying the crew. Now it's it's kind of. Kind of weird as far as like how uh, everything's gonna be set up. So basically, uh, uh, the, the current crew owner uh, uh, pre corps is gonna be—he's gonna keep his team, his his franchise spot essentially. What, what will happen is he—he'll he'll still be able to move down to Austin and basically not have to pay for all the expansion fees for that. Mm-hmm. What will happen? What will happen from there is. Uh, so, Jimmy Haslam and his ownership group, they're going to basically keep the crew in Columbus. Yeah, keep it as uh, – technically, it would be technically an expansion team, but, of course, they get to keep, you know, their colors, their uh, – Record. Their yeah. records, all that stuff. And, of course, MLS gets a nice pocket of change and all that. And, and yeah, you know, just uh, – I'm pretty sure, of course, they'll be able to keep playing for next year while pre-court actually kind of gets to sit back for a bit, you know – I guess, rehabilitate his damage and everything, and, and then uh, yeah, ready to get it Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's exactly. No, honestly, that's a good way to put it, because, like, the Austin, like, I really thought their logo was dope. Like, I thought it was, but... I great. It, it, I, I really thought it was a cool logo, like, because now that they're able to, like, start fresh without having that whole crew thing part of them, now they can start building that fan
1: base there without people looking bad. But look at the also big picture thing as far as what's going on with this whole situation and the fact that he is but he's basically strong armed his his situation and it's not healthy for the league. It's not healthy as far as, you know, what is going on. And of course, you know, owners are gonna do what they want to do. If you got a pocketbook to do it, you know, then so be it. But I don't know, got owners like that, ugh
0: like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's an NFL model. I mean, it is, that's, that's, it what, is, that's what we that's what we have is here. I mean, it is, it I is. mean Dallas moved twice. I, I know, mean, so I it's what we have. So, like, being able to get two expansion teams out of this situation, saving a
1: historic club. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. Market. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I um, also think that you know, with the whole issue with with Austin, it, it's still it's still a weird market as far as. You know, yes, Austin is weird, and Austin is, you know, still the the cool city in the sense of where people are wanting to move as far as a market, but um, the energy that was behind it from a city standpoint, you know, listening to the tea leaves there, it's not as much as I've heard
4: in other expansion-type cities. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like Austin, well, I've I said for a minute that Texas is a weird market for soccer because, of course, you, you've had the uh the the arguments as far as like okay we originally like with uh, f c Dallas, it was like okay, yeah we want to be close to the to the soccer moms not the, out the birds, of course that's why they're out in Frisco and got in Dallas. and then of course later on it was okay like we want to be close to the urban urban core and and with Houston then they uh built their take them downtown and in both cases, nobody really comes <laughs> so yeah, so it's like uh. So it's like, uh, you, you have a stadium in the, in the that doesn't work. You have a stadium in, in downtown that doesn't work. So it's like... Let's go to the country. See you know, if that works. <laughs> like, like how is it, you know, at, at what point do you say, okay, maybe it's maybe it's, it's not us, it's you. You know, <laughs> you know, and, you know of but, course, Austin has, uh, you know, a pretty young demographic there. And, of course, that one that you would think that would be uh, appealing to soccer. But, you know, like I said... Like 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 you're saying, coach, uh it doesn't really look like they've really been uh been buzzed about it. Like, I like I remember when Orlando uh was first uh trying to get into MLS, they were like all over the place. Because Our- also the Because, like there was no other teams in the South at that
1: point. You know, Miami was gone. Yeah. We weren't there yet. And DC was, you know, the
4: youngest team. And then you, the and then you had Cincinnati who just finished yeah. their push, like they, they've been going hard too. But like you look at Austin, you're like, yeah. you don't see you don't see any of that. And it's yeah. like so it's like like how can you really be for certain that, you know, this is really gonna work? I think that's why I think uh, for pre-course uh, uh, main, main aim, it's probably best that he does sit out for a couple of years and really, you know, try to work this <laughs> Go out. <send> <laughs> out. Go send time yeah. out. Yeah. Go <laughs> send time out for a
0: while. He needs to be in time out for a while. Well, I think it's like having three teams in Texas in my opinion. I, I think it's good, though. I mean, it gives you kind of that local feel that we all love about European football. And it's, yeah. you know, you'll have if they can do it right? You can have that rivalry amongst the three major cities of the state. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, MLS is trying to get that viewership below the border. So if you get some people buying into MLS right there, then you can start getting them like, hey, let me start watching the league a little bit more when I'm not watching, you know, League of X and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I think
4: that's the play that they're playing. And, of course, with, with everything that's, that's been going going on about uh, MLS and League of MX uh, and their talks, we're, we're going go to go into that a little bit. But, of course, just in how this whole thing with Columbus and Austin, uh, it also affects the expansion rates because now with them saying that, that Columbus is going to get technically an expansion spot, that cuts that down to basically one, one remaining um, expansion spot left. So, you, of course, uh, you've got... Detroit is still shooting for one, Charlotte, Sacramento. Oh, and and back into the game is St. Louis. Yeah. So St. Louis got some money. They got some they got
0: some money, people talking yeah. though. Well, what, so. what's the
1: latest with the whole San Antonio issue as well too? Because
4: that was a little yeah. You know what? I, I think that uh I'm Talking about Texas, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they were talking about joining the League of MX. And I yeah. think that that's so probably that's probably something else that the way it's probably better off that Austin sets it up. Cause of course, if they're going to, if they're going to actually join the league, I'm pretty sure San Antonio, they're still serious about, you know, pursuing their legal actions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're probably going to have to wait a little while before Austin can finally play. Yeah. Cause you're going to have uh, San Antonio, you know, still going about, you know, the whole, pro- like how the process was, especially now that you're saying that, uh, that, one Austin was kind of able to circumvent the, the the expansion process by giving mm-hmm. Columbus a uh, uh, an, an uh, expansion survival. Yeah. So like that, like that's that's so MLS being MLS, it makes no sense. MLS is going to MLS. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's all. Really, that's all what it comes down to. Yeah.
4: Well, yo, before before I I, I go any further, uh, we we do got one more brother uh, in, in the house today. Big Shot Kane, what's going on, man? <clears throat> Doing well, man. Glad to be here. Man, welcome, welcome, man. Welcome yeah. to the table. Welcome yeah. to the table. Yeah, yeah man, so like I was saying uh, uh, before, uh, uh, MLS, uh, some more news came out last week as far as uh, MLS and Lita, uh, MX possibly merging, uh, of course, with... Everything that's, that's been coming out as far the as... The Cocker Calf Europa League. I'm for it. Let's go. That's
0: what I'm talking about. We take everything they're doing. We bake an American version. I'm talking tamales. I'm talking Budweiser. Let's go. I'm for it. <laughs> hey, everyone's shaking their head at the table. I am
4: for the, the Cocker Calf League. I don't know what we calling it. Man. Man, this is one of those days where you just... You can't. Like I said, "This is so MLS." Yeah, as MLS- I said, MLS, MLS- going MLS. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because here is the deal. So, of course, uh, word came out last week because basically MLS and, Le- and League MX they've been working together um, for the better part of, uh, of a year now. Of course, uh, of course, they're primary partners in in the World Cup twenty twenty six bid. And basically, you know, they're trying to find ways to where they, you know they can increase their business together. And and uh, word came out last week they they've been at least exploring the opportunity of possibly merging. And uh, of course, while Ringo over here is like you know ready to do the super mega Europa League, let's nice go. I'm like man, no. uh, like <laughs> no. that, nothing no. about that sounds no. good. It sounds like a whole clusterfuck no. of like. Like wow like what, here here's a couple of things. One, you have uh Liga MX is is pretty much the, the biggest soccer league in, in North America right now. Like you know, you have Tigres and Club America and Chivas and like their values are like head and shoulders over even even the best here in in uh in America in in MLS. And it's like there's a lot of contradictions there as far as like one you got to work out the salary cap issue you got to work out the schedule issue you got to work out the travel issue you got to work out a whole that lot travel of travel is going to be a beast i yeah. like can you imagine someone from new england like going to be like yeah i'm going to head to to a midweek game in miami <laughs> <laughs> you know <What?
1: laughs>
4: That travel is because cuz you got to remember also that's the
1: biggest deal when people come to the mls in general and that's just with you know the 50 states and so yeah. The travel is be So now that you're incorporating the South of the border thing. Y'all got to
0: think like these owners and these TV rights. Think about how much TV we consume in the United States and Mexico. And all how many of us are watching these games in Europe? They're counting these dollars. So they said, if I can convince somebody to watch an 8 p.m. game, mm. if they're willing to wake up at 7.30 in the morning to watch yeah. a damn game, mm. that's what it's about. And I feel we can do it. We just have to do it right. And, 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 and that's can't it. This is right. <laughs> this <ain't> right. <laughs> but then that's, You're also
1: the product, though. What's the product you're putting on as far as, like... I think a lot of things will be sacrificed in the sense of... The travel, like I just said, that's going to weigh an impact on the type of players that are going to be involved with this. A, a lot, lot of players right. don't want to make those already the cross-continent yeah. travel. And now you're going south of the border... It, I think that's really going to scare elite players away,
3: because, as far yeah. as the product is concerned. Hopefully, yeah.
1: continue. You know, obviously Mexico has some great young talent coming through the ranks, and obviously, you know, the U.S. is getting better at that. Mm-hmm. But comparatively mm-hmm. speaking, we will always be inferior to yeah. Europe as far as the product that's going to be on. Awesome. So, so example, I'll, I'll
0: I'm going I say, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I don't know. Do you think that?
1: I know we have mixed opinions on this, but do you think it's something that should be put off for the future?
4: Well, the I definitely think that this is something definitely with twenty twenty six in mind, and you know, of course, like you're, you're you're trying to figure out as many ways as possible to, to figure out all this synergy and all that hogwash, and I'm like, you know, sometimes you just have to keep keep things simple if you want. If you, of course, obviously, everyone has has a has. Skin um, to to worry about in 2026. Of course, you want you want the U.S. to do good. You want Mexico to do good. As, assuming Canada automatically gets uh, qualified, they got they have their stuff that they do too. Because my because mind you, everyone just talking about you know, basically MLS as far as the American team, they haven't really even gotten into like Canadian teams. Of course, you have. The Canadian Premier League, which uh, they're, they're just going to start it next year, obviously they're not going to be in the position where where, they, where they'll be appealing enough to be a part of that league. So basically, you're saying, okay, all uh, MLS, uh, League MX, and Toronto. That's it. Because they're, they're probably not going to do uh, Montreal or Vancouver. They're definitely not going to do Ottawa so. or Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> but, but see, think about it like those
0: obscure-ass Eastern European teams that are in the Europa League.
3: Yeah. This is going to
0: give some of these smaller market clubs in Mexico, United States, and Canada a
4: chance to be seen on our regional stage. But do you think they're really going? You think they're, they're really going to look to include those teams? Because that's another thing. Because I'm thinking that of course you have, yeah, of course you have the the big teams who who got the money and who probably want to spend that money. But you know, for every Atlanta United and Club America, there's probably a. a New uh, England Revolution and uh oh shit, I don't know like Orlando. like Orlando. that that don't have that clear outlook as far as those like, they're like this is our project, this is how we how how we want to go about it. And everyone like, like yeah. If you ain't trying to, trying to, you know, spread this bread, we we ain't trying to have you. <laughs> but see, we have the Champions League,
0: we have Comcat Champions League, which so it should be for the big money clubs. And that's so it. So then, but then you have, but you still need to give a chance to everyone else to compete in Comcast. because that's how Comcast is going to grow. Mm-hmm. Is we're so
4: top heavy, in my opinion. But every league, every, every, every like every Champions League throughout the world is always top heavy. You know, whether it's right. That's why we need a Europa League. league. What it, well. That would actually would be pretty, be uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cool. Now, how that actually works—that's uh, thats a that's great question, But I think that there. Is, uh, well, here, here's here's what I'm thinking. You have two scenarios here. You have obviously just a full-on merger of some sorts. No, that, I don't agree with that. Or, or you do have something where um, you create. One, you you, you fixed the, the the Champions League and get back to, you know, you're already going to a calendar league format next year, and I'd, I'd like to see them go back to um, uh, group stages before and and have you know proper knockout stages that this three team stuff that makes no sense. But uh, I, I do think that uh, uh, a, a great way to further it that would be something like like our Europa League where you have like that 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 next-tier competition that only helps get other teams out there as well.
0: See, that's, that's what I thought it was. Maybe, mm-hmm. I, didn't read, maybe I didn't read the press. Right. <laughs> I, I thought that's what it was about. I thought it was that second tier below the Champions League mm-hmm. to basically like, yo, if you didn't make, you know, um, MLS Cup, mm-hmm. Supporter Shield, or Canadian Cup, Mm-hmm. You know that qualifies you for Concacaf Champions League. Then the next two people down in the list go to this new Europa League style yeah. competition. So they're competing on their regional their, their regional base. That would, that would, I, I think that's that would, not bad. Dude. That would be a great idea. I think bad. that would be Shit. that's what I thought it was about. That's I,
4: not bad, I think yeah. that would be a suitable arrangement. Yeah. But yeah, of course, you, you got you got basically you got two two leagues who are trying to get as much TV money as possible and so obviously I think that of course to your point as far as Europe, really, that probably isn't the, the way to get the most money possible it will get them more money but it wouldn't get them the most money Well, th- I, let me ask you this other big picture and this mm. deals
1: with the MLS as well as far as like our growth and all these expansions we talked about Austin, we talked about the Cincinnati we talked mm-hmm. about Miami, all that what is our ceiling as far you know, as being diluted because there's obviously markets that are struck, Right. And even with teams that are doing decent, I mean, like, there's nothing that's going to change as far as putting butts in the seats. Right. And so, so what is our – because we're not going to be an NBA. We're not going to be the NFL. Well, right?
4: I think – We're th- finding th- our niche,
1: but we're – the ceiling,
4: if we're getting 30 teams, you know, like – And that's the thing because, like, of course, I have my own pie-in-the-sky thoughts because, of course – Anyone that knows me, and of course, I, you know, as we go through this podcast, you probably will not find a person more, more for promotional relegation than me. But uh, I definitely think that uh, uh, here, here's the thing, especially with with the, with the situation with Austin and Columbus kind of throwing a wrench as far as the expansion uh, race goes. I think that I, I used to be for a long, for the longest time, I thought that they were actually going to stop at 28. I think with this you can't stop at twenty eight because I now you basically have what four or five more markets that are like, okay, yeah, we still want to spend this money and you're not gonna and of course MLS being MLS, they're not gonna turn that money down. Like they're, they're gonna space it out to when no. to what for when they want to wanna get it, but they're still gonna go get that money. And and you have to factor in that they got TV deals coming up in the, in the next few years, you know, of course they got Obviously you're a better in the World Cup in that. And obviously if you can squeeze in a few more teams on that, you're probably gonna look at probably thirty or thirty-two teams by twenty twenty six. So you're looking at, you know, all those teams who are trying to get in right now, they'll get in. And of course, you know, by that by twenty twenty will be telling, you, oh yeah, we're gonna expand even more. My my I my ideal situation here is you probably see them go probably to 40. And then... That's, that's uh, too many. Hold uh, oh, no, on, hold on, hold
0: on. Hang on, hold <laughs> on, Hang on, hang on. You, 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 you Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Take in. That's
4: what she said. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> you getting home a lot of that? No, no, but, but, no but, but here's the thing. You'll see them go to 40. And then you'll see a, see a situation where they look to split... Um, uh, MLS up to two divisions. MLS 1 and MLS 2. Yeah. And still have the TV deals. Right. So,
0: like, if you're right. lower markets, you'd be on right. the streaming only, bigger markets on TV. Oh, so, like, yeah. I'm looking at the top 20 TV markets. We right. still don't have Phoenix. Nope. We still don't have Detroit. Right. Um, we still don't have Sacramento. Right. And those are three, those are top 20 markets that we still don't have. Right. So, I'm like, I say you stop at top 20 markets. Once you hit, whichever clubs are fit there, they just get anniversary in, and then boom. If that's 32, if that's 35, we mm-hmm. stop there. But then you still look at attendance. Like, Indy, like, if you look at Indy 11's attendance, they're not a huge TV market. Mm-hmm. But, like, motherfuckers go to the games. Yeah. They're leading USL. In, like, since they've left NESL, RIP, like, they went to USL, they're leading USL in attendance. So I mean, like you have to still think about clubs like that. Like people are going to show; up. they may not be big, but they're going to put buttons. Okay, system.
1: so all right, now you brought up the whole. I mean, obviously, you brought you alluded to the whole pro rail situation, mm-hmm. of course. So if you oversaturate the saturate the league with the amount number of teams, mm-hmm. again, you're going the talent base that's going to be throughout the league. It's going to, it's going to be a little. Oh yeah, it's fine. And so that's and I think the reason why we get into the Premier League, the reason why we get into Serie a, Serie A is like. We know those twenty teams. That's twenty. Yeah, it is. It now, granted, those fight. countries are smaller. Yeah, there's hand space, but it's still a dogfight. Right. Exactly. And so, if we, if, if there's any chance of a pro rel, <laughs> oh
4: yeah, yeah. I, I think that obviously the the landscape here is so ripe for it. It makes no sense. Of course, know, you know you, you have, but of course you you have people in charge that you know it's you a dollar, the have the contracts and dollars have a, everything. You a different mindset, but of course you have a lot of American way. We don't have a second division. We don't have a second
0: division in this country. Like I mean, I mean, if you want but like, we don't have a sanction. Yeah, we, we don't operate like. That. Right. So yeah. until we it's get normal. a sanctioned second division that has a TV contract that people are watching, pro wrestling.
3: Well,
4: we 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 NFL. But here's an open question for everybody. National Football League. But here's an open question <laughs> for everybody. Let's let's say. Pro rounds off the table. Yeah, okay. and it is. It's, and what it's, what is the draw for USL? As far as I get, like if you want to get them a national TV contract, what's their draw? Their draw, as far as like putting butts in the seats, or just the whole person? As far as put, as far as giving them a national TV contract, what's what's appealing about putting a, a division two league on, on TV a, on, that, on national TV? No, I, I
1: I don't think it's going. to. I, I don't see it working. Yeah, I mean, it, it will stay web stream based type of thing, because um, nobody watches college soccer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you were, you're talking about like that that tier below, and not say that that's an equivalent, because yeah. college soccer is a whole different monster yeah, yeah, in right. itself.
4: But nobody's, not to say nobody, but you're not going to pull like you. You, you don't, know, don't. It's see, not going to be a revenue stream. You don't see minor league baseball no. on national TV. No, you're you're. you're in all these championships and play all unless yeah. someone of
1: interest is playing one right. game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. A- I mean like yeah, for example, drop. You know, he's he's playing down there with the Phoenix Rising and stuff like that. Cute. But see, that would be the draw for the big TV deals. But like with ESPN, you know, trying to get into the streaming game, right? Yeah. You know, uh, TNT would Bleacher Report, their streaming yeah. deal. So I mean, there's avenues. There's an avenues for getting yes. to stream it. So like, they have to get a contract like that, right? So yeah. it's like people are watching because people are showing up to their games, right? Like, regardless. So then they can have somewhere to watch their games. So Absolutely. then there's that revenue stream there. So then you get that constant revenue stream in USL. Mm-hmm. And then USL already has that beautiful structure they've already set up now. Mm-hmm. So then you get money funneling there. So then that opens up the door for promotion relegation. So if I have a team in Columbus and we fall down, we're still going to make a little bit of money. And the owner's not just about to take a huge loss because right. there's no TV. I mean, because that's where the money is right now is the TV.
4: We need an episode where we just developed it. Or, uh, that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a rabbit hole of no, all we'll, we'll like, that. like man, listen. No, but, right. uh, you know, of course, uh, we we've already gone into uh, the playoff races on uh, this weekend. Uh, what y'all been watching on TV? So, I know we had a a bunch of, what, uh, uh, of course, this past week was international week. So of course, we had friendlies, we had uh, Nations League games over in Europe. What y'all been watching? But I watched a little bit of the U.S. match against Peru. Um,
1: I mean, I'd say, like, I'm intrigued by how the U.S. does now. Because Wait, hold up. Oh, sorry, yesterday. Yesterday was exact year. <laughs> yeah, exact yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, yeah we... Yesterday was exact year from when, you know, Trinidad and Tobago happened. Yeah. Now, you know, I got, you know, it's always sub because, you know, some of my teammates in college are from Trinidad, so. <laughs> I love, you know, um, my trainees, you know, I love them. But at the same time, like that was obviously the cosmic shift of where we are with our soccer landscape in this country. But um, so I was, I, I've been tuned in with that because also, you know, I, you and I have talked about, it, but like the melanin that's been shown lately with the squad selections, like you have like I have to tune into that. You know? Yeah, like, you yeah. I yeah. see these young brothers, you know, some coming from the Georgia area too. Like, yeah, you gotta tune into that. See and and think about the young. They don't know, <laughs> you know,
4: they're just green. Yeah. And, that, and that's, 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 that's the crazy part about, about yeah. uh, where, where I think where the national team is right now. Because, of course, you spent the last year, you know, kind of like in this wilderness spot where we don't have, we still don't have a permanent coach hired It's yeah. been a year. It's a year, man. Since we've had
0: a coach. Yeah. Like, that's why I, I, like, I haven't watched. Until we hire a coach, I'm not watching
1: National League. What's, what's Arnie doing
0: director, I don't right know there. what he, I have not what he's doing. I think he's just collecting a check. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Like, here, here's it doesn't my, take a year Because he's he started hire now, right? Like, yeah. he's in office. Yeah. Yeah. He's no longer with Philly. Nope. Yeah. He's, he's in office. 100%. He's moved, his yeah. boxes are unpacked. Yeah. They're in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're
4: in Chicago. So, I'm like, what is he doing? Who is he hiring? Like, and I think my thing there is just more so, okay, you're looking for a head coach. Okay, it's been a year since, since we failed to qualify. You, like, you had... Qualifying failed us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, had, you, had, you had roughly eight months from then until the World Cup. Yeah. Nope, no. You didn't have a general manager hired. Nope. Uh, it's been, of course, since... Since then, you've had I got another, a new president. Another, you, you had was you, your president? I mean, the president. same, but a new president. That, same the same. That's, the same. A, that's a whole. That's a whole <laughs> short course. So, 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 <laughs> even, so even just with that, from the point uh, Carlos Cordero was hired, you basically have had roughly ten months to to uh, to hire someone. Uh, of course, you got you got a general manager hired, and even from the point where he got started in July, like you know. You could have had someone hired at least by September, and of course, the fact that you know they're still they're still waiting now least to lead, they're probably going to hire someone from MLS, which means that we're going safe, and that makes no sense to me. You know, because like you see, like the word's been going out that Mexico's about to hire Atlanta head coach Tata Martino, and it, like you see. You see what happens when you have a program that really wants to be aggressive about you know progressing their program it's like if you're if you're hiring of course mind you, they're hiring from from us and I'm like and of course maji Tata has has a pedigree above all pretty much all others in m l s but still it's just you know considering everyone else it's like uh i don't know that''s, that's, that's honestly the i think that the, i think we're afraid to go i think we're afraid to go forward i don't think i think
0: who they have their eyes on personally they they took a job they t- they took a job in pretty much in, uh, the U, um u.s national team it's like fuck, where do we go from now mm-hmm. but there's a lot of caliber coaches in mls that would do great with our national team i mean look what um freaking peter Ramis is doing sport Sporting Sports Kansas City. i mean yeah i thought he was gonna be
1: uh, I thought he was. Dumb. I, thought, I mean, not to say that I think that he is the best, but I thought for sure. I think that's a safe bet as far as you know going. I him.
4: think like he just signed up some new contract too, yeah. so like I know that he so he ch- ch- took ch- himself out of yeah, the I equation. Think. But uh, but I thought that was. One of and me. then of course, of course, my my pick uh, Jesse Marsh from New York. Of course, he took yeah. he took he took a, he took a, promo, a promotion he. within Red Bull. It went to Germany <laughs> and then what does he do now? Like, he he shoes. What does he do? It's a parallel move. It's just like yeah. yeah I'm <laughs> like 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 wild, Like you know other other than the experience itself, as far as like you know getting that that taste of you know German football. I'm like you know unless that's and of course imagine they've already like uh, Red Bull Leipzig has already said uh, they're they're already planning on. Uh, they've already got their manager hired for next year so you know there's not even a guarantee they come next season and he'll even be there Something like you know I guess he just wanted to take the internship and, and uh, oh instead of taking the, the U.S. job and it, it it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me Though so. it's just it's
1: funny that like within this year's time we can have a new Supreme Court justice but <laughs> <laughs> we can't figure out who's the coach of the U.S. soccer
0: right? so <laughs> Yeah,
1: I, it. I mean, that's like our country. You yeah. know, yeah. things are broken. No. Things are broken. You have a permission to be aggressive. I'll take full advantage. So okay. what, okay. what, that's
0: what sure. about Berholt, Ber, out in Columbus? So yeah, is that another one? Because he, he, he's very good with young players. Mm. And our national team has a, a lot of young, black, strong young men in the U.S. pipeline right now. I really think if he's not – he may not be the guy, but mm-hmm. he's the guy, you know, in between the guy. You know what I mean? Actually – Set I, up the foundation for the system. Then they hire somebody
4: who's going to take us over the goalpost. I, I think, think that – well, here, here's my prediction. I should do think that Berhalter will probably be the guy that ends up getting uh, getting the job. And I actually do like him. You know, I, I think that, you know, obviously, even though he's a disciple of Bruce Arena, I think that <laughs> with uh, – with, I think with his experience uh, – like he actually would do pretty well. Uh, I think that with there, with everyone that, that's coming up right now, what you are ultimately trying to set yourselves up to where 2022 is probably going to be technically a wash It's just more so you know trying to get things get back on our feet the, the goal is obviously 2026 20, yeah. and I think that uh, if we if we have a if we have the right coach that's basically going to progress. The core of our squad, you know, to a position of power that come 2023 and going right into 20, 2026, we're looking real strong, and I think that I think Burrhalter can can get that done. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of you know we really one thing I noticed with the with the two friendlies is that one we're thin as fuck as uh, as striker mm-hmm. Like we. I absolutely mean, no, I there's there. no depth yeah and and then two uh, and jo- Josie just went down with another injury so Josie's going to Josie I mean like you know Josie's so made made of jello the sad part no. about him is that he's still young enough to wear he's <laughs> only like six. yeah yeah yeah. like, like it seems like
1: he's been there forever yeah, yeah. it yeah. seems like he's been there forever and he's been injured forever yeah. that's yeah. the <laughs> thing and think but like Like, I still think about how, like, ideally, like, he is, like, the prototype of what we want. I mean, he's strong, fast, but he's able to, like, I mean, he could be that true, like, true striker up top to hold the ball, distribute, lay it off and everything like that,
3: have, you know, Julian Green or, you know,
1: Acosta come off. I mean, like, he could be perfect for that. But like you said, that injury play, it's, it's, you
4: can't escape it. You know, I, I think it's one of those things where you, you have two things working against Josie. One, the fact that he's Josie, and then two, you know, I think that for as much potential as he's had, because you got to think about it, he's been in the national team pitcher for like the better part of a decade now, and I'm not sh- I'm not sure, aside from like maybe maybe a little bit under Clinsman, we've ever gotten like. We've, we've ever, ever really seen what the best Josie looks like, and I think, especially I think now with where the, the direction the team is heading as far as getting younger, I think we're getting faster.
1: Yeah,
0: and, but, yeah,
4: yeah. And, and smaller. That's the problem I think with our team. I'm not sure if smaller is the right case. I, I think just because everyone's so young and everyone hasn't filled out yet, like once they're going through puberty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Josie <laughs> got kids. No. when I real. first saw Josie when he was like eighteen, I was like, yeah. "That one's big." He was a he was he came grown man yeah. coming into it. I mean, yeah, yeah, but like you, like you look at like like most of these guys now could probably be our sons, but yeah. like for real. Yeah. No, no, yeah. So, so you think the future is us
0: playing with like a false nine? Like you know, it's just you get somebody up there, a Bobby Wood or somebody, but a lot of our attack is coming through like Tim Wheat. You know, like ship
4: and like you know, play I, like I, that. I think that uh, well for one I think our best formation is probably either a four three three or if they really want to be uh, be bold a three five two. 2
1: I think a three five
4: two is probably like like yeah. With the way that our when we've always had speed. Yeah. And and obviously with a three five two you know, whether it's three five two, uh a five three two, something where our our wing backs are say, yeah. just able to just burn everybody, I think that uh, we have the person that is tailor made for that. Mm-hmm. I also feel that, you know, of course depending on how you wanna use Waya and stick and all that, and, and and those guys, you know, even if we don't necessarily have that big target man up front, you still wanna be able to utilize uh, of course, wood has enough speed. Waya has enough speed. Plastic has enough speed to where, you know, you got to pick your poison with with uh, with those three up front. Of course, mind you, you still got guys like Jordan Morris wait, waiting up in the wings. Of course, you know, when, whenever he gets back from his injury, you still got um um uh Don Dwyer. You know, he has this, he's like I'm I'm pretty boy. Cool. You know, <laughs> 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 Dom Dwyer like 35? No, he's like twenty. Oh, he's sweet, yeah. yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I, swear,
0: I swear he got his citizenship at like thirty. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like when they were like he's eligible, I was like, like what happened to Nagby? Like he fell out of the.
4: Well, well I know of course, like of course, he's just getting back from his injury. Of course, yeah. you know he's he's bounced back pretty well. And I I think that uh he'll uh, uh he'll factor in probably going going into next year, assuming yeah. assuming that he's healthy. I think you know. With how he's been used here in Atlanta, uh, I think it's been a revelation, I think. Because for the life of me, I, I never quite understood why he was used out wide in Portland. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, like, he's a guy that you want in your engine. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, dude, the way
4: he plays for Atlanta, it's like
0: I really see him transitioning into, you know, uh, Michael Bradley's position, in my, in my opinion. Because, like, the things we, like, we talk about in my section, it's like... Um, not he able to do a lot with field, mm-hmm. but, like,
1: he's always part of every goal. Yeah, or he, every he's, he's that pivot point, you know what I'm saying? He's winning those tackles. You know, I mean, that's what you need in that, in that central. Yeah, I, mean, yeah he, I
4: definitely think it's weird that he was like that out of the board. Yeah, because, like, it just – he's – like, his vision as far as, you know, being able to find the right pass at the right point oh, yeah. to the right guy, you know – I think that obviously, especially you know, considering you know his age, because like, of course, with all these babies that, that we have, he probably be like one of those guys that, that we look to as far as veteran leadership um, on next cycle. And you know, I said as long as he's healthy, I think that he definitely has a spot. Tim yeah. Howard's not going anywhere. We need better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be he's going to be the national team keeper when he's sixty-five. <laughs>
1: Hey man, let him focus on Memphis 901.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, let him do that. You know, because of course our our guy, uh, Zan, like, you know, of course he got his first, uh, he returned for the Peru game. And of course, you know, he held pretty tough, you know, up until like, actually, that last goal was was Yedling's fault. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, he was not tracking
1: anybody on that, but like he was in no man's land just watching that thing. You know, so.
4: I think that you know, like guys like Guzan and Bradley and Josie, like it. We're the Denver team's in a, in, a, in a weird spot because, of course, cause we are so young. You you still need that leadership as far as like, kind of at least at least guide them in the right direction as far as what to expect at that international level. So, Bradley is that right now though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hate to admit it because I'm not a fan of his and never have, never will be. Mm. But until someone, I mean, they're like
4: the changing of the guard, probably is that it right now? Yeah. yeah cause I, 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 hate I hate to say what, it. What people, I think what a lot of people fail to really recognize or want to admit is that, uh, especially at this at this point last year, of course, everyone was shitting on him. Of course, yeah. even now, they kind of still shitting on him yeah. because of what happened last year. But, like, ever since then, especially, like, the first part of, uh, of this season, like, you know, he he led Toronto to the MLS Cup. He led Toronto to Cogacat Champions League final, even though he, he skied the fuck out of that uh, penalty mm-hmm. kick. Gosh. You know, like, he probably had, like, his best form uh, since coming, coming to Toronto. Like, because I was one of those people who really criticized the hell out of him coming back. I was like, why are you coming to Toronto? Especially Toronto, of all places. Right. Uh, when you were in Italy, I'm like, yeah. no, if, if things don't work out in Roma, you know, there's other teams in, in Italy that probably would take you in a heart. You don't go to uh, try, even though I guess, you know, that paycheck was more than enough to say, hey, I'm good here. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, you obviously. That Eastern Standard Time Zone, that's what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but you have basically, like, ever since he came back, it's like, like obviously his form with the Nash team, just fell and fell and fell and, but like I said, this year, it's probably been at like the best he's been since he came back. So, I, and I think as far as, of course, we still have a goal as far as winning the Gold Cup next year, and I think that at least for the purposes of, of winning that, and then of course that gives us the Confederations Cup for for next cycle, and you need as many tournaments as possible to build up a new town pool.
1: Okay. You're you way into what I've been thinking about. I want yeah. to bring up. And I don't want, I mean, we can go down this rabbit hole, uh, but it also goes with, you know, the selection of our next, you know, head coach or whatever. But we do have to recognize that we're still missing out on a big chunk of our demographic within this country.
4: Yeah. yeah. And it's our Brown brothers. Yeah, and... <laughs> that's why I got I got you here, because I, I, of course you know for people who don't know, Coach Tony, uh, he's part of uh, a soccer nonprofit here in Atlanta called Soccer in the Streets. Uh, he coaches uh, how many teams you, you got? I have one community team and one school team. So he's definitely in, in, involved here in the community. And, and one thing that we definitely wanted um, have uh, he and uh, a couple people from Soccer in the Streets uh, um, involved here is. Definitely talking about you know how you know one we can uh, improve on the outreach um, as far as youth development, and that and uh, and also see like you know like, like what can be improved because I mean obviously it's not just you know here in Atlanta, it's it's all over the country as far as you know what's being missed and what and what needs to improve because of course you know 2026 will be here before you know like, like mm-hmm. the yeah keep in mind that. That a 20, 26 year old 2026 is is right now what he's seven sixteen he's sixteen right now sixteen yep. yeah of course so he's he's George Bellows age yeah exactly so you know you want to be able to find those Play kids playing u U17 team that just came in second you you want to you want to be able to uh, be able to spot those kids and and see that you know they're getting the right development so that they could possibly contribute not just as a pro but also to the national team. And uh, you know, of course, the conversations that that, uh, that we had, I, I think that it, that's something that we'll definitely uh, uh, dive into on on a future episode. So do you think? Like, I know, I know, like we're going deep
0: down, right <laughs> <over, laughs> <what> <laughs> like, like, Okay, because I'm gonna say, it, I think the problem is the college soccer. Uh-huh. Like, I, I think that's what it is. It's like these big schools that have these soccer programs they're not going and they're not sending scholarships to some of these black and brown kids to go to these big schools to play. It's not even just that, but... I just, so. Just- and then the national team and the national team and the major league soccer leagues, I mean, our academy system's getting better in in this country, but like a lot of people, we're still dependent on our draft for a lot of talent in a lot of these teams. What,
4: a, well they kind of tied up with like I so said. We're going to definitely have a. I, mean, All right, I, I
0: won't go. I know because what I like I said, you come from the college soccer system and things like that, and like I just think it's doing us a disservice because the NCAA
4: is no what I'm saying. Um, as
0: i say, We can do this later. So I think
4: I think the, the the biggest hindrance to the college soccer is is to let the season because like there's no way that. You're, you're going to be able to get a quality development environment just playing like what? August to November. Yeah. That's, that's your season. That's August to November. You that's can't. It. There's no way. Because, like, like, you got spring yeah, doing like, yeah, you got spring season. But that's. You yeah. know, like, you think about it. In, in, the, in college basketball, you know, they cover about 75% of what the NBA season is. You're talking about maybe 15, 20% of college soccer is. It's it's about fifteen percent of what an actual professional season is. Like, you, there's no way that you can get the the necessary development. I mean, like, of course, of course, if you if you take care of, if you go play elsewhere, like, you know, if you got if you still involved with a club or or with an academy, you might get uh, still get to where you want to be. But for the most part, you're kind of wishing on luck and, and hope is and hope that someone uh, notice you. But like I said, we're gonna. Definitely the uh, <laughs> dive on next like of course we uh we have a lot of uh different partners here that uh, uh, coaches. And man I'm right here like double dust, man. I'm ready to <laughs> 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 get in, there? There? Yeah, get in okay. there. Jump in whenever. But know? yeah, man, like, so so what games we got we got uh this weekend, here we go. All right, so this weekend we'll talk about our domestic league. That's what I, I really want to focus this podcast
0: on. is getting more people hype about MLS. So I mean Atlanta Atlanta plays, of course, home team. Uh, What's what's this weekend? It's the
4: twenty-first. Yeah, we got, we got, we got a a big. Yeah, uh, so it's a a
0: big block. So uh, Salt Lake just swept up the Rebs. They beat them four-one. So so, yeah, no one surprised there. So pretty (laughs) much Salt Lake, all they have to do is beat Portland this weekend, and they're into the uh, playoffs. So that's huge. So Atlanta plays Chicago, DC, New York. Uh, York. Yeah, New York, New York, not Jersey. Yes. Uh, Montreal, <laughs> <laughs> uh Impact. So we got a uh, Impact Toronto. We got a, a Rumble Up North. We got we got Orlando and the Crew, Philly Red Bulls. That's gonna be a good one. De- uh, we have Dallas, Sporting Kansas City, Houston, Seattle, uh, LAFC, Vancouver. It's a lot of damn games. Yeah. Minnesota,
4: LA Galaxy, Portland, um, Salt Lake, San
0: Jose, and Colorado. Oh,
4: oh yeah. Galaxy, because you know, uh, uh, Zlatai said he's going to play on the turf. Like, it's, it's, like that's, that's when you know it's real. Because it's right. like, the I playoff chase is real. I, like, hope like, I hope he gets turfed.
0: Fuck, Zlatai.
3: And
0: then Sunday, was Chicago, D.C., Colorado, Dallas. Damn. Now that's next weekend, my bad. So that's yeah. it. So there's a lot of now games. Dallas Sport
1: KC would be interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Gonna be interesting.
0: yeah. That's first and second, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then the Premier League comes back. it, it comes back after the international break. Huge game in my opinion. Um Lang- I mean uh Manchester United and Chelsea. We're man. already black, man. We're already hey, black. Hey, they play this weekend, this is do or die for Manchester United so we can
1: get into it like, I'm just like, glad that ain't like, nice man with us listen Manchester's been so bad I haven't watched much of them this season Shaw
0: resigned. Yeah, I saw that yeah. it, I, I don't know I'm how I don't know how they got him to buy back
4: in. I, just, I, I think <laughs> So nobody else wants. To, like everybody's talking about, you know, like hey, we're, like our seat, our contract's about the end. Can <laughs> you imagine all the face over? Oh, <laughs> What's going on with <laughs> <laughs> You know, we, like there's that, there's so many rabbit holes with, with, with that one there. Because like you know, like me and Ringo were talking about uh, about that before we started recording, and there's so much just like you got to think about it. United has been through three managers in the five years since Sir Alex retired, and it's like, when did we start becoming uh, Chelsea? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just—I mean, I'm, like we are.
1: It's and, and you know, it, it's you know everything is cyclical, of course. You look big picture wise or whatever, but it—it just sucks. It just sucks, <laughs> it just <laughs> sucks yeah. especially because Arsenal. But it, it's it's also just like the persona, just the spirit that's missing. You know, I, I remember just all those years of just always knowing that United's going to pull it out. Yep. You know, if we go down one, even two, we're like, there's going to, Giggs is going to find a way. Scolese's going to find a way. Yep. We're going to pull it out. Even berbertov could find a I mean, like, he was a pain <laughs> to watch and then you like, God, he pulled
4: out a sexy move. Like, uh, it's, we we don't have that anymore. We don't have that genesis. And that's the, and that's crazy thing is like, you know, I think that with the amount of talent that United has, aside from pretty much everything on, on the back line, there's no reason why one were to be placed so negative. Dude. Rashford is a, is a beast. Yeah. yeah and like, he needs to get
0: out of it. He, yeah, needs, he, he needs to get the
1: fuck out of Manchester. Manchester. Whatever, like, like, that is the, if you, if, the you spirit.
0: Leave, if you leave United, where do you go? uh PSG. Dude. Uh, so, sure, he might get
1: on no PT. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: let's see. Rashford could go. Like, more seriously, Rashford can go. To, I think he can either play in another Premier League team, or well, I best, think he can. Best
4: thing, like, like, he, like he's a United, he's a Manchester United product. Uh, pro, uh, pro, right, pro, uh, Manchester. You don't just leave your home, your Not home club. That
0: you, you prove yourself in the wild
4: He should go to the Netherlands, <laughs> score a <laughs> bunch of
0: fucking goals, build his stock up. Maybe come back, or maybe go to I don't know Italy, mm. you know, some place like that. Build his stock up some more, and then maybe come back as a
4: hero. For some reason, Italy doesn't sound like the worst idea in the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that just because he's at Manchester United, it's like like you just don't leave that. And, and, and I think that you're definitely going to run into a, a conflict at some point where it's like, okay, you have you have the hometown kid, and then you have big money. Look, you. It's like you got you got to choose one because. Mm. Obviously, uh, because I think I think in the big case, in the big picture, Rashford's a striker. Yeah. He's no, not a huh. And I agree. and I and I say the same thing about uh, Martial too. Uh-huh. You know, like you basically have you have three strikers and you're trying to fit them as, you know, wingers. Waiters. And it's not work. Imagine We haven't even Got to Sanchez yeah. So it's like You basically have A, a glut just, Up front I, 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 I wasn't a Sanchez fan I was yeah. never a fan Of that
1: signing Me and Never uh, no. I'll, I'll say it first no. Martial
0: Monaco signing January Transition oh,
4: Ooh he's Cause, Yeah Because of course
0: You know our, our, our I first. say it here first On For the Culture Podcast Him playing under Terry Henry is going to be Chris. Crazy And oh Speaking of which <laughs> Who was always played as a winger at first? Yeah. yeah. And then what happens when he switched and got to the position he was born to play? Goals on
4: goals on goals.
1: That man can relate to that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think that for Marshall, that that would be a perfect spot for him. And, and, then, and then, then, of course, what do you think about uh Tiara? Are we actually getting this first? Love time it. Love Mine. it. Love it. I'm
1: all about it. Like, I mean, as much as I'm a Man U fan, but if you go to my house right now, I got Andre Art. And it's just like, that man... He passed the ball into the net like the way even when he when you watch his highlights and everything like that he was he defied what a striker should be and the thing about it, to see another black coach get yeah. a job yeah all for it Agreed. all for hundred a- percent <laughs> I was just saying that's powerful yeah yeah
0: like and, uh, like a hundred percent like I really want to see him succeed because like I'm nervous him coming like into a big job like right. that, especially just only being right. with the uh, the Belgian national team for, like, such a little bit of time. You know, but, like, if he can do it, that opens the door okay. with more... And it might actually change the mindset of former black players. Like, yo, maybe I can
1: coach. Yeah. Because, I mean, Well, just, not only for players, but for owners. That's yeah. the key thing.
4: Because... Getting them by. I mean, for them. Because there are the black coaches out there. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, especially in France, where you already have... A pretty strong right. flat contingent. They realize, real real. Of course, they. Of course, you just had uh, uh, Biero get hired at Nice a few yeah. months back. Now you have uh, really That class ninety eight is starting. You know, starting to, you know, spread its seed and and come. Of course, cause, of course, you still have Saddam i to say Zizou. Come right now he's kind of the goat, right <laughs> you now. No, that 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 class ninety eight is you know really making a mark and I think that you know I think in the, in the long run we could be talking about just the overall impact of that French 98 team and just in how in a lot of ways you know a lot of what modern football is now is starts with that 98 team yeah
1: <laughs> well and and you know I gotta give the coaching perspective And one thing I've always valued as a coach and what makes France unique compared to a lot of other countries and how they do their youth system, is that it's, it's free play. Yeah. Like they value creativity. They value open play. It's not drill, drill, drill like a lot of other places do. And, you know, a lot of people are, are hung up on drill, drill, drill. Mm-hmm. And in France, a lot of their systems are based upon creating your own situations to get out, you know, tight corners. You know, what are you going to do when you're one-on-one with a key? What are you going to do when you're in a corner and you got to get away from two defenders. How are you going to get out of that? Mm-hmm. Drills can't teach you that.
4: That mm-hmm. comes from, you know, that soul, kind of like... You have, yeah, you have to be in that situation and see how you react. Cause of course, like, and for a lot of people, just in general, you don't know how you're going to react until you're in that situation. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, you can you can try to create the, um, that scenario but at the same time. You know, if it just comes to you and, and then you react you know suddenly you know you know what to do well and it's just like i think it's the reason why we have that
1: attraction to the french national team because they got so many brothers on the team but it also mirrors what's going on in hip-hop culture because hip-hop culture is the same way yeah it's based on creativity mm-hmm. improvising going with what you feel the same thing they play their style that culture is brought onto the field they're like they're improvising you know
4: yeah. Yeah. i think that uh you know, of course, I, I, I always draw a lot of correlations with with the U.S. team in France because, of course, unlike most teams in Europe, you definitely have a, a larger mix of diversity to work with, whereas, like, if you take a, a Italy or Spain or Germany, you're basically dealing with a largely homogenous talent pool to work with, even though everyone, like, even though, of course, you take someone in Spain, like, no, I'm Basque, no, I'm, I'm Catalan. Like, no, you're still all Spanish. Yeah. You know, where it's like, you know, when you have someone that's black and immigrant and and you have someone that's, that's Latino and immigrant, you're dealing with a totally different flavor and a whole totally different perspective and mindset. And not too many countries really deal with that type of, of dynamic. But I think France is one of those that, that does. And, like, if there's ever a model for the US to oh, look at God, God. It's like
1: it's, that's it. Yeah. And, and and the thing about it they deal with the social you know backlash cuz they are outcasts still cuz yeah. when, when shit was going bad they were like they were blaming the, all the black guys. Yeah. You know and so even though they were good they were still being I know yeah <laughs> <laughs> <It was like, laughs> and you
0: can see that happening here. <laughs> yep. then, but, you, yeah, like, you guys said it right on the money. You have to deal with the backlash and believe in your system. Mm-hmm. You can't let public and Twitter trolls fucking make you <laughs> switch your system on. Because, I mean, France is black as fuck. And it's mm-hmm. is, is, is dope. And, like, I really hope, yeah, I agree with you guys. really hope we can mirror it.
4: Well, the smell in Maestro's Kitchen means <laughs> it's either dinner time or it's time for us to go. Uh, join us next week. Uh, while we uh, we cover, of course, the, the games from last week, and we're also going to cover a bit of, of fashion, uh, as far as like talking about, uh, we're going to get back to the supporters and see like what what goes into your fashion choices come <laughs> <and get, laughs> game time. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about that and and a, and a whole bunch more. But for Ringo, Coast Tony, Shy, this is Grego, and we out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Why right, are we done? <laughs>
4: well, get out your house!
1: <laughs> hey, that was cool, man. Let me not
0: hit shit before I delete the whole recording. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the lost episode. Spin <laughs> that hot fire. Alright, he said recap games. that was a good conversation, guys. It was, it was good. I'm sorry to bring up the rabbit holes. No, no. <laughs> just <laughs> Just sometimes you gotta, you got to. Because I mean, that's what it always spurs you into a good conversation. Yeah. It changes the topic, but you can get into it. You know, man. It's our barbershop. You know? Yeah, and that's that's it. And that's
1: our barbershop.
0: Talk about anything and everything. Yep. Yo. Know? I like it. Good
3: mm-hmm.
4: conversation. Yeah, man. hi <laughs> make sure got us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, live. yeah. we live. Yeah. We live, man.
3: We live, man.
4: Uh, maestro music, all oh, one word. On oh, Instagram.
3: Yeah. We good, man. Good. Yeah.
4: Well, we could have got to go, but way, you said you had to do something like a version. Yeah. Pull up here and then hit the jump. What time you got in here? You got
3: see what you did. I think we got like a good hour plus. Sixty two minutes. Yeah. You got plus. Write that down.